This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Thursday, the 9th of February. Justin, it's champagne showers at Minor Hancock Prospecting. The company, majority owned by Gina Reinhardt, is giving away $4.1 million to employees in $100,000 lots. Unbelievable. If their names are drawn out of the raffle. And this is all to celebrate Reinhardt's birthday and is becoming quite the annual event. That's unbelievable. (laughs) Brett, Zoom, the video conferencing tool that became our best friend or worst friend during COVID, mm. they've announced they'll cut 15% of their workforce, aka the Zoomies. Ooh. And to take responsibility, the CEO has reduced his salary for the coming year by 98%. Ooh, three accountable stories today, Justin. Let's do it. For our first, Australia Post has announced its first full year loss since 2015 and it has pointed its red finger squarely at good old-fashioned letters. Uh, the old snail mail seems to be the <laughs> fall guy and gal here. So what is happening? So we know that Australia Australia Post rep has taken a bit of a beating over the last couple of years. Delays in receiving parcels, lost parcels, lots of online complaints. And now Australia Post has announced its first full year loss in over seven years. Back when Fifty Shades of Grey was lighting up the cinemas. <laughs> We're talking a nearly 200% decline in profit, mm-hmm. in particular the letters division, which lost 190 million bucks. And Brett, not even the jump in the price of stamps from $1.10 to $1.20 could help their cause. <laughs> and as a government business Enterprise, OzPost receives a heap of public feedback from both politicians and union officials. So what is the key learning here? Government business enterprises in Australia face the difficult balance between serving the public and managing the commercial aspects of running a business. Yeah, Australia Post is owned by the Australian government and is owned on behalf of the Australian people. And Brett, there are a number of organisations that fit into the similar category. Think ABC, Triple J, SBS, CSIRO. And Jazzy Boy, that means Australia Post is very much in the public spotlight. And Brett, this isn't the first time that politicians have got involved with OzPost. Remember Cartier Gate? I do indeed. Now, on the other hand, Jazzy Boy, Australia Post is operating a large Australian company. Meaning it needs to compete in the jobs market for top talent. And manage its prices in line with competitors like any other large Australian company. Not exactly the easiest spot to be in. No. For our second story, Suncorp Group, part lender, part insurer, has announced a major jump in profits for the last six months. It won't be a bank or lender for long if ANZ has anything to do with it. Yeah. So what is happening here? So Suncorp Group was founded in Briz, Vegas in 1996. And last year, ANZ proposed to acquire Suncorp's banking division for just under $5 billion, which is still in the works. And this would allow Suncorp to focus more on its prize insurance division. That same insurance division, which saw its earnings double to $276 million under its brands Amy and APR. And the reason, Jazzy Boy? Well, insurance premiums jumped nearly 9% across the board. And this is a classic case of what we like to call cost push inflation. So what is the key learning here? Cost push inflation is when prices increase as a result of increases in the costs of goods and services. And Brett, when the cost of running a business starts going up because of inflation, businesses have to figure out a way to protect themselves. And when we say protect themselves, we generally mean protect their (laughs) profits. Now Brett, the most popular way to do this is by raising their prices. In that case, the business can keep making the same amount of money or even more, even if the cost of things like supplies or wages or utilities has gone up. But B-Man, of course, that means that the end customers have to pay more for the same products and services. Yes. 
For our third and final story, BP, the global oil giant, is scaling back its clean energy goals and is deepening its investment in oil and gas as its profits soar. Good for BP shareholders, but not good for the planet. So Mm. what is happening here? So BP, which actually stands for British Petroleum, is the oil and gas giant from the UK that was founded way back in 1909. And Brett, over the last 12 months with the war in Ukraine, the supply of energy and oil has plummeted. And the price for big oil and gas companies like BP has skyrocketed. In fact, BP made nearly $40 billion last year in profits. That, my friend, according to my calculations, is more than double its 2021 profits. Wow. But B-Man, most surprisingly was that it announced it was revising its plan to lower carbon emissions. Exactly. Back in 2020, BP announced that it was planning to drop its net emissions by 35% by the end of this decade. But now, they've announced they'll only drop their emissions by somewhere between 20 to 30%. And Jazzy Boy, it seems like the old energy trilemma is well and truly still alive. So what is the key learning here? The energy trilemma is about addressing three often conflicting challenges in the energy space. You've got to ensure energy security, like meeting current and future energy demand. You've got to ensure access to affordable energy. And you've got to ensure that we're still achieving environmental sustainability. So Jazzy Boy, imagine you've got a scale with three big plates on it, each representing one of these three aspects. I'm listening. When you make changes to one plate, it affects the other two plates. For example, if you want to make energy more accessible to everyone, it might end up being more expensive. And if you want to make energy cheaper, it might not be as sustainable and good for the environment. It's a way of thinking about the trade-offs when it comes to energy. Except, Brett, in this case, energy's kind of getting more expensive and less sustainable. Gee, back with a vengeance, isn't it, Chazzy Boy? You know I'm talking about the one, the only, the Flux Daily newsletter. It's your inbox at 12pm every day with the latest business news, so head to flux.finance newsletter to sign up. I think I will. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.